Our best defense has been social distancing. No handshaking, staying home when you're sick, washing your hands frequently. Did you wash your hands? Welcome to a special edition of Old Fashioned Health on The Real 1100. As we continue to deal with the coronavirus pandemic that has affected the world over, your hosts, Alvin and Edmund, will be joined by medical professionals that will keep you informed, safe, and healthy inside and out. And now, here are your hosts, Alvin and Edmund. All right, all right, all right. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? This is Alvin. And Edmund, we back, everybody. We back in the house. Yes. We in May the house. May 6th. 2021. I know, right? I just want to throw that date out there because it's been a minute. We've missed y'all. Weeks, man. Have We've y'all missed busy. us? I know they have. I hope they have. Phone line, <laughs> look, phone lines lighting up now. Give us a minute. We don't, this, we don't do this just for a vanity project uh-uh, now. Uh-uh. No, it's not for a We have <laughs> we do it for the people. It wasn't vanity though. Yeah. So man, we've been busy. What you? Uh, man, we've been. We had a lot. If I could on. list some of the stuff that we were able to get done, we got doing that little that small break of time, which actually we we maximized maximized it. We did. And there's so many different things. Um, some projects that we have spoken on that mm-hmm. are, have come into fruition and some that are, we're still working on. And it's crazy because I literally just got off the phone with one of the um, guests for the new show. Okay. Uh, Noir Your Soul show. Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, they're really excited. I'm excited. And I had like this burst of energy because I've been running around all day and yes. out there in the sun or whatever. And I do these little random calls. You okay. know, I'm not that person that call you every day or expect to hear from you every day or whatever. Mm-hmm. When we talk, it's on a good vibe. Like, give me something good or I'm giving you something good or whatever right. it is. And I just gave them a burst of energy. And I like to catch people off guard. I was like, I'm yelling in the phone because that's not normally me. <laughs> They'd be like, why are you talking so loud? Because I can. Can you, can you not talk loud oh where you God. are? And um, <laughs> they were like, no. I said, well, good. Put me on speakerphone. Let me talk loud. Because normally that's not my personality. So. For them. Because I hear yeah. you loud every time we Do talk. Do you really? Every time you Most talk. people would be And like, then you be trying to get, <clears throat> what's up? You be not loud. And then if you hear anything in the background, you're like, <laughs> well, what is in the background? You already loud on my phone. Listen, what you want me to do? <laughs> and I'm telling people what to do with their phone. Can you turn that down in the background? That's Y'all, so loud. this man <laughs> literally just pauses in the middle of a conversation. And you already, I'm used to talking to him, so I already know. Listen, all I'm doing is making a smoothie. Can I finish my smoothie <laughs> while you talking? You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Look, I'll be on the phone with my mom. And like, She'll, she'll call, uh, I'll call her or she'll call me and there's uh-huh. something in the background. And I think she realized, she'll, oh, well, let me turn my TV down because my music real loud or whatever it may be in the background. You have everybody <laughs> trained like that. You know that, don't you? I mean, y'all, he got. <laughs> but then when I work, I'm blasting music, but it's a, it's a frequency that is created through the music selection. Mm-hmm. Like any other type of music than what I specifically envision right then, it throws the mode off. Okay. You know? Right. So, and, and speaking of that, I have a brand new favorite song really added to the rest of my favorites now i don't give get a new one and give up the old ones i, I just put them all together okay. yeah we're gonna play that today and it's an older song but when that, when i heard it i was like yo you ain't heard this, it in a while i don't think i've ever heard it but when i heard it, i had to keep playing it back back and before you got to the photo shoot the other day because mm-hmm. first of all that was one of the songs i created one of the the looks off okay of, or some of the looks off of okay. and i played it in there and the model the way that I knew that she was the one uh-huh. is she knew who it was. I'm like, wait a minute. You're not supposed to know who this is. I just found out who this is, and I'm I'm a fan of the person whose song it was. So that, was, that, was that was that was amazing. That was amazing. So I, I played the track like two or three times during the photo session, and then I gave the, the, um, the photographer the ability to change the frequency to fit her need to shoot. Because I don't want to... 
impose my energy in on what she needs. Yeah. So just the same as I ask someone, could you please turn all that down in the background? You know, I do that same respect. So, you know, I want to opportunity employees over here. I want to let y'all know when when Evan invites you to be on a photo shoot, which I had such a great time. I didn't know. Did you really? You enjoyed it? I didn't know I could be such a photogenic person until I got. I was like, oh my God, look at me. Oh my God, look at that boy right there. The spread was amazing. Food, snack. You and here's the thing: you trying to you trying to take pictures, and you got to be careful what you're eating because you don't be standing up on in a shoot looking all bloated and everything because yeah. you, you've been on the, on, the, on the snack table all day trying to eat. I was the only and, one that could look like that with right. no sleep. But Everybody, go ahead. Yeah, I'm behind and, the camera. And, and then he, y'all. So the, the dude is so unique. When whenever we. See, I'm used to being around, so I can tell when the Energizer Bunny starts to go down. <laughs> then he started getting really silly. I said, y'all, he about, he about gone. <laughs> we got to finish the shoot up because he about to go to sleep. But yeah, it was great. The team was there. Most of the team was there. It you was got amazing. A lot. I you had, were able to meet had, some yeah. more of the team members. I had a great um, time. Yeah, the energy was right. It was just like, it was so right. I mean, I, you know, even today reflecting on it. And, and it was and storming. Can you believe that? It was storming outdoors, the day we did the it, shoot. It, it, but you know, indoors, it was looking like today. Yeah. Indoors, it, I had to go over in the corner like... And, and and talk yeah just the it was good yeah it was definitely. really good I had, so I had I'm, good I'm excited to see you know the results of all of that when that you know plays out when it's you supposed to you got to text Nate win. and tell him to send me my picture <laughs> I will I'll let yeah, him know I, I, really, yeah, I had Nate, such no. a good time I was like wow I did see some of his images and they were they were they were awesome really he captures the story Nate Rosner captures he's our storyteller you know for yeah, the he house was, I couldn't I couldn't and tell I mean there was times he was snapping and I was in it's like did you just take pictures because I because he catch you when you're not yes, looking he does. and those are the best images I love like you know those candid shots for right. the behind the scenes we right. got what you were calling film right. b-roll right you know I really like that because it really I feel those images capture the personality of the person and what they're doing in, in, in their life in the sense of at being active right now because okay. you know when you get in front of a camera there's a certain okay now pose yeah now pose now even with models, um, you know what? Wait, a, wait, 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 wait. We got to get the show started. Okay, we just run. Then we go. Yo, we been. We haven't been in here. What I you know, mean? Right? Kick so, it off. We might have to skip so, all that today. No, no, now. We, got, no we got to get the grace first, the blessing and the grace. And then Listen, we, and then we, we give done. honor to God and thank you, Lord, for this for this amazing shoot and, and for the whole house. Right. That's for everybody. Yeah. So we're gonna play our lift every voice and sing our regular version. I, y'all want me to sing it? No, we want our. I'm positive. I've been listening to. I can come in with it. Like no, Greg, our regular version of lift every voice. We do not want to hear him sing that. Please, thank you very much. I, I got a little something a little different for y'all today. All right, that. well then let the church say amen. All right, y'all, this right. is Al. As long as we give him praise to God. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with it. This is Al and Edmund on the real 1100. <laughs>
chasing the rising sun of a new day begun. Let us march on till victory is won. A new day is upon us, and while smoking takes more black lives than anything else, there is something we can all do, like join in for No Menthol Sunday, May 16th. You see, most African Americans who smoke choose menthols because the minty flavor makes it easier to smoke, but much harder to quit. That's why we're urging the FDA to put a ban on the sale of all flavored tobacco products, especially menthols. A ban like this would encourage many of us to quit smoking and vaping or to never start. It would save black lives and black lungs. So let's remind the FDA that it is a new day and it's time to do what's right. Join us on May 16th for No Menthol Sunday, where churches and faith leaders talk about these issues in black health, advocate for change, or help a loved one quit tobacco for good. Visit www.nomenthalsunday.org to get ready for May 16th. Just for Pets Wellness Center reminds old-fashioned health listeners and pet owners to never leave pets unattended inside a parked vehicle, not even for a quick errand. Temperatures can rise to dangerous levels fast. Visit our website for more information at www.just4petsfl.vet or give us a call at 239-270-5721. Let you go. I, <laughs> I like that version. Who is that? That is the Army Field Band. The Army, Army Field, Field Band. Band. Okay. You know what Evan said? Somebody's that Gramlin. When them horns came out. <laughs> well, I want you to know Greg, oh, that horn Greg's out. parents went to, to Jackson State University. Really? Yes. Okay. My, what? Well, not exactly. Who went to Jackson State? My uh, my stepfather planned to walk onto the football team at Jackson State before okay. joining the Army. Okay. My mom attended Alcorn State before oh she joined the Army. Wow. And then she graduated from Payne College and HBCU in Augusta. Oh, we don't talk about Alcorn on my radio show. <laughs> we, mm, mm, mm. I guess I can get a cone a little, little respect, but I get a cone a little respect. It's Graham. You know, Greg don't read stuff like Greg. See, oh, he, don't, Greg, okay. oh, I, you know, he I'll got it. it. Greg, but you tell him, but see, Jerry be doing that. Did you that. catch that? You, you, you got that, that quickly mm-hmm. flash like that? Okay, cool. He good. So, uh, yeah, that that's that's one of my new uh, songs. Yeah, yeah, the vocals and the, oh, yes, it's just. I don't know if Dr. Dallas Adams is supposed to be calling in today or not, um, he's, but he's supposed to call. But I know Dr. Hines calling in, and her show she had today mm-hmm. is top. When I tell you, you should have seen her today. I, I got to show you this picture. So she you know she filmed she filmed this morning like four four different shows, five different shows. Nice back to back. She came in there with all her money, her Gucci, her party, <laughs> and everything. I'm gonna tell she she was she was she was dressed the whole nice. night. Yeah, I'm, I'm, nice. I'm gonna get her today when she called in. But uh, she her show was on. Uh, discrimination in the medical practice in the medical field wow and she's uh actually she can tell you some stories about that when i tell you i'm a little um it's been a long week 
What you doing for uh, this weekend, Mother's Day weekend? Are you going home? No, I'm, I'm spending time with my mom. I don't know if she's coming here, I'm going there, or we going somewhere, but my plans are to be with her. So let me tell Wherever you. Wherever she want, if she says she want to go to space, let's go, baby. And I'm not really trying to go there just yet. But space. you gonna go where she go? If she says she want to go, listen, just bring me back because I'm not trying to stay. There. <laughs> <laughs> go uh, ahead. National rental car. I think it was National. Which one I got my car with? National. Called me today. Said, oh, Mr. Watson, you know we have a new policy now during the COVID. Um, regardless of whether you're using a credit card or not, they add additional three hundred dollars to your car. And an additional three hundred dollars to your yes, car for what? Is a, that a security a, deposit? A, a extra security deposit, whether you're using so a credit card or not. What's the extra element? Because of COVID. What does three hundred dollars do? The lady told me because of COVID. Okay, I I understand that, but see, and I'm not trying to be funny. I would ask the same question if I and was renting I asked the car. Her, she couldn't give me no more answer. I don't like when I ask a question. You can't give me an answer. She, she something you told me she though. Couldn't, she, you I said that. Said, you, what did I the people tell you? And she said, uh, <laughs> she said the people told me. She says COVID. I said I don't understand what you mean. I by don't that. understand that. She said COVID is the new thing we're doing now. Why? Why? You what is the new thing? Three add three hundred dollars extra. You have to pay them. You pay and then they give you three hundred dollars back when you come back. Also, it's an added security. Deposit but, but on top of what they already charge. thing they doing now. That's not new. They already were, were holding not, doing a security deposit. If right? you use a debit card, you're right. You know what? You're you're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. I hadn't rented a car in a while. But yeah, I'm but just when saying, you're, you're I used to like, rent them all the time. Now they're like, no, nah, that's I'm giving y'all too much money. That's a payment right yeah, there. Yeah. When I tell you, when that lady told me that, it's like you know what? And I'm using a credit card. It's like you know what? I'm I'm about to go down here to the uh, Toyota dealership and buy me a truck. So. I, I, I guess really we're want. talking too much about it, but my thing is like, okay, so what element encouraged that? Was it that people weren't returning the cars in the time frame, or they were returning them damaged, or or what? Three hundred dollars ain't gonna fix them. No, it's not gonna fix them. <laughs> but probably by the time that three hundred dollars, when they hit you with that GPS and the cops roll up and they put them disco lights on you, it's time to go. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that three hundred dollars was for, but it, but she says it's an added deposit. I'm like, ma'am, you you cutting into my my budget for this trip. So hard, I'm hard so with three. Yeah, that's so three. Three, it, it ain't one. She just said one, but like, she yeah, I've been one, one, she said three. Three. I was like, wow. So you Did want you me to ask go her see what, what does that come with? I told like, you, I you get some all the questions. I asked, do I get a question? Am I get a free upgrade? I asked all that, all that. I told her how cute I was and everything. <laughs> she wasn't trying to feel nothing. She wasn't trying to feel because the people said <laughs> because the people said that they want y'all child pay y'all extra three hundred dollars. Everybody charged three hundred dollars. I said, you know what? I'm gonna go to the car dealership tomorrow because you can buy a car. anybody can get a car now. You don't remember the the back in the day uh, car rental places before you know you you were old enough or whatever to go to the uh, airport to get a car mm -hmm. and we have the little side rental car places where you you back then you would do like a deposit like that like a huge deposit like it okay. might be 350 375 okay you know uh for their vehicle and the vehicle <laughs> almost <laughs> that's the price of what they letting you rent but you you actually able to get that car and travel whatever but you on your own you better get you some roadside assistance really i'm just i'm throwing that i'm just joking but i mean oh, being sarcastic I a little bit but kind of real that was the days where people would rent a car or, or go to Freak Nick and lead a car and come back home with somebody Ooh, else. car people have gone through it. Yeah, they, they've gone they, through it. But yeah. they've charged, now wait a minute, they've charged people for a lot of stuff too. And when I say charge, them prices sometimes are, are ridiculous. Way too high. Per day, this is what you're charging me per day. It's not only 24 hours for me to be able to ride in the car. And you, this is what you're charging me? My hotel is expensive too because of hotels and and car rooms have gone up since the COVID. They're saying, they announced on NPR News that a lot of that would be taking place, mm -hmm. like continuously, like everything is going back up. I guess they're trying to make up for the loss. Yeah. But you can't make but up. But you can't make up. That's, well, you know what? They got, they got, so let me tell you why they're wrong. Because the government uh, gave a lot of corporations 
funds to stay open. And now you trying to say you were struggling. They gave y'all money. Did they give you? Did they, they Listen, you know what the, the email that I received? <laughs> they told me they didn't ran out of money. How y'all? I'm last in line every time. <laughs> Wait a minute. But you know what? He, 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 you know, listen, you know how I like to. Mine, we all right. Did they send you that, a letter. They sent you a letter for it. Huh? They sent you a letter for it. It was an email, but I questioned <laughs> some other people too. I'm like, well, what's the, what's the real deal? And what did it say? It said you have everything that you need to do everything that you want to. That's that's what I took it as. But what what did people say on that letter? You get this big old zero to put in your account. That's what you get right now. And ask them how long they had us on hold. I ain't got to ask them anything. You know why? Because if I held on hold, it's because I wanted to. But now we about to show, we about to turn all the way up. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> you know, it's a good thing. Sometimes you don't, what you think you need, you don't even need it. I just told you what the man said. Yeah. I'm talking, I ain't talking about that man. Okay. Um, are you going to announce anything about your show? As far as what? What you doing when it's starting to hit? Oh, okay. So I, I, I well, let me. I just spoke on the fact that I spoke with the first guest mm-hmm. for the first episode, and I get I asked them would they be available Thursday or Friday. So they're gonna get back with me and let me know. I like to Thursday. give people options, yeah, because I want mm-hmm. my guests to feel as comfortable as possible. So in that time of preparation, we'll know, but we'll we'll get the first episode filmed. Now we have to make a decision between now and then whether it be live or whether it be just lively recorded <laughs> recorded live in front of no audience because we, we don't need a lot of spectators there it's just you know okay they watch it on on the thing like i'm gonna do you know yeah, so it's, a whole, it's a whole nother person that does the interview element of it we'll, we'll y'all should see his set that's all <laughs> i got to say somebody came to the studio they're like what is all this stuff i was like y'all that's my co-host of the set for his show <laughs> stuff everywhere right? everywhere <laughs> and everything and we try to keep it kind of organized but you know that's not in my in my creative world it's called creative chaos that organized thing i don't understand you don't do well with that some, yeah my, my 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 team members they they kind of come behind me and try to fix stuff and like they show was they, constant picking up and they and know carrying see, on, they were some of them out. are like ocd and they like things me really too. organized and i'll go right back in and it's not on purpose it's just that when i work i just like i don't know if you know the cartoon character where they're just cutting and throwing fabric mm-hmm. up in the air and, and pins falling messy. everywhere I, it, I know. it's no it's, it's it's creative chaos so let me ask you about the pandemic do you think do you think this is COVID is over yet um i don't know i don't i don't think that it's over yet mm-hmm. um i see a lot of people doing things and I see the world opening back up a little bit more. Like it's open, yep. Yeah. Um I don't I don't I don't really know. Like like I'm not a doctor like that like like Doctor Yeah, I let I let the doctor speak on that. Like I I play Dr. Dre when somebody's sick around me, but other than that, like that's that's not my I don't I don't think my, my opinion is 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 that strong there. But what you can do is a young lady, uh, which is my neighbor, she said that um when you get to a certain age, especially like with different ailments and things in your body, the best way to prepare for it. She gave me a few little pointers and I told her, I said, well, I actually would like to have you on the Foods. show. Well, yeah, foods had a lot to do with it, with the type two diabetes. Mm-hmm. But she also said that you just have to reset your body. And I like that. I told her that I would I would make mention of that to the listeners. Um, and if she doesn't listen to this show, she'll hear the backtrack. But yeah, I told her that I would... Um, run that out there and I like the way she explained it to me because if you tell me something and you can like give me insight to help me understand it and explain it I have a better understanding and appreciation for it but if you just say that's what they said (laughs) I I need to know the source because you want to know who they is how how did they find out about it you know but what she was saying is through her herself you know when she hit a particular age 
um, her doctors were encouraging her to take this medicine and that medicine for this and for that. And she said, no, I, I don't want to take all that and put that in my body. She said, I'm going to just reprogram it. And she took three months. And one of the things that I can say she speaks highly about is something that you may already be aware of, which mm -hmm. is the apple cider vinegar. Yes, sir. She said that is amazing for your body. But what you got to do is just kind of condition your body to revert and kind of reset itself to go back and you may not do things exactly the way you did when you was much much younger right but using the excuse that you're older and you aren't you are not able to do those things right now it only kind of causes more damage and hindrance and arthritis and all kind of other things that she spoke on so yeah I one day would like to get her comfortable enough to either call in or be a guest on the show and speak to those things if you're listening, you can call in now, 404-603-8770. You know, um, so I went to have the antibiotics test for the COVID before I could take the shot. Okay. And my doctor suggested that I don't take the shot because the antibiotics levels were so high in my system. It's like, if you take it, it's going to make you sick. So you still can wait for a little while. It's like two. Because you, you're, you're, the way you eat, man, like, bruh. I mean, <laughs> since I got the juice out, I've completely gone stone crazy. Really, have you? Listen, so y'all listen to this. Every night, I've been making me a little cocktail. And my cocktail consists of ginger, celery, apples, and a lemon, and four cubes of ice. And, and some blueberries, right. and, it and, is, it, uh, and sometimes I put a little kale in there. Bro, you drink, you drink, like you're a drinking, a, you're drinking life. Yeah, it like, is like so yeah, good. Yeah. So on the way home today, I need to stop and give me a bag of apples. I'm out of apples and celery, okay. and actually lemon. And I done went through a whole bunch of ginger. Now I I, I do have a new um, juice machine that was gifted to me. I remember when you got your yeah, juice and machine, and I've, I've yet to be able to use it. Like I've been I've been running, you know, doing what I need to do, but I still have been getting my juice. I've just been like, you know, getting it from places that do that professionally or whatever, you know. And I see them do it, and, mm -hmm. and I appreciate that because I like mine in the daytime. And you if, know, you, if you know, as soon as you got yours, you told me you had yours, I couldn't wait. You couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't I called wait. George Powell and told him, I'm not going to make no payment on my life. Hey, but listen, <laughs> listen, I, I did get to, you know, juice a few days, about maybe about two weeks ago now. Um, I had to uh, stay over by one of my best friends in his wife's house. Mm -hmm. And she's a, she's, a, she's a big juicer, so she loves to juice. So I just bought a lot. I bought bags of, like, groceries and fruit and just said, listen, you just juice and I'm going to watch you juice. We all was sitting there and said, you just, you just juice your life away. Just juice everything. And that's what she was doing. But it was amazing because I really appreciate when people, like, really love what they do. Mm -hmm. Even preparing food. Like, I get it. Like, if you really like that. You know like, I like cooking. You know how yeah. I be doing my food. I so one day we got to do something. And, and and even spotlight and record you in the process of yeah. doing what you do. And it doesn't have to be like on such a level, like where it's a movie or nothing, but just to, to highlight that and then let the people eat it. Because you always make this food. And I send you pictures of it. Yeah, but no one is. Somebody else don't I, see hope, it. I hope it tastes as good as it. <laughs> it is good. So, you know, my subscription of my book is coming out uh, in a couple of weeks uh, where you can log in and watch Alvin Eats Healthy. Wow. Nice. And watch the video of me cooking and download the recipe. So that's coming out like I think two weeks out of my first. Well, I, I just have one request which I've asked before. And what's that? I I need a I need a version of, of your uh, like oatmeal, like something okay. oh, oh, yeah. like I'm a big oatmeal, but I have yet to find that particular oatmeal cookie. Like, oh, you you want an oatmeal cookie? Yeah, okay. yeah, I prefer oatmeal cookie. Like yeah. a, a, without the raisins. Well, if you can put the raisins in there, like make it raisins. good. Well, make it how you make it. But I'm just saying, as far as I got you, yeah, I'm gonna make yeah. you still. But there's a there's a there's a 
I'm gonna let you do it. I was gonna say, but there's a, there's a certain consistency as well as like a, a texture that uh, I guess I'm a foodie without saying it, like a connoisseur. Cause I got you. Don't make the the cookie too hard, but don't make it too soft either. So let me just ask you this. See, y'all see how make you it medium me? rare. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna tell you like you tell me every time I ask you to make me something uh, as far as design, and I'll be trying to tell you, you be like, "Look, I got it, I got it, I got it." And when I be telling you, I want then you be like, "Do you want to fix it yourself? Or do you want me to do it?" You know how you do me like that? I charge extra for you to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Cool. We're gonna take a quick break, and uh, uh, we're gonna play two songs back to back. And I'm I'm gonna surprise. I guess we're gonna play your song, and then. Then mind then we come back and I need my on. whole song from beginning to end. Okay, well then we just play your song. First. No, 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 no. We'll play your song, but what? Look, I want to hear your song first. I want to hear my whole song. Yeah, I want to hear my. You might not catch the vibe, and if you don't, that's fine. No, but I'm gonna catch the vibe. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Let's, but let's this let's is the thing. Don't cut my. I don't want my song cut. Now I'd well, rather give up. Look at me for I, the engineer rather, over there. I'd rather give up having to play two for that one. Cause see, okay. it's in the quality, not the quantity. Okay. Did you hear that engineer? He said he just want his whole song. Okay. Whatever you mean by that. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to this one because he likes the 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 I don't have cut the song. My, my like, hand is not on the needle. If you feel it, no, you you led and directed in that element of like, okay, <laughs> we're gonna play the song real quick, and then you want to come in on the song. No, you don't. You don't. That's a. Mm. Hey, I tell you what, no Elder James. You you don't you don't cut that oven off midway in that food getting done, do you? Just like treat you it as such. Just like you and, don't, and on you that know. note, go on, let's let's go to commercial break. All right, y'all, we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs>
This is fashion designer Edmund Newton. I'd like to tell you about Enmask.com. Enmask.com is my only source for non-surgical cloth masks. I've teamed up with Enmask.com to create and design a collection of limited edition masks. These masks are washable, reusable, breathable, and most importantly, fashionable. Shop online now at Enmask.com. That's E-N-M-A-S-K-S.com for quality masks made in America. Why choose Just for Pets Wellness Center? Compassionate pet care services featuring an experienced veterinary team to superior customer service in a caring and friendly environment. We offer individual attention and tailored treatment for each pet. Visit our website for more information at www.justthenumber4petsfl.vet or give us a call at 239-270-5721. It's a new day, and while smoking and tobacco use takes more black lives than anything else, there is something we can all do, like join in for No Menthol Sunday. May 16th is No Menthol Sunday, where churches and faith leaders talk about black health and tobacco use in our community. Sign up to participate at nomenthalsunday.org, and let's advocate for change or help a loved one quit tobacco for good. Kids follow your lead. Help them stay healthy. Wash your hands. Don't touch your eyes, nose, or mouth. And cover coughs and sneezes. Clean and disinfect the objects you touch often, like your phone, the remote, and doorknobs. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. And if you're the one who's sick, stay home. This station is part of the Beasley Best Community of Caring, and we care about your family. For more info, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Hi, I'm Dr. Carissa Hines of Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa, and I'm here to help you make sense of medicine. Join me every Thursday at 11 a.m. for clear, informative conversations about health issues. Don't be intimidated by fancy medical speak. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. to learn what questions to ask your doctor about your medical conditions. Call me and let's talk about your health. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. on Real 1100 a.m. You can also call in at 404-603-8770 with your medical questions. All right, all right, all right. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? This is Alvin. And Edmund. Guess who we got on the other line? We got Dr. Hines on the other line. All right, all right. Doc, how you doing? I'm great, thanks. Hey, lady, how you doing? Been a while, ain't it? It's been a while. Where y'all been? We missed y'all on the airwaves live. Uh, well, thank you. We 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 appreciate hearing that because, uh, yeah, we we missed y'all as well. So we're glad to be back. And um, it's been a yeah. whirlwind of stuff. Going it has. On. It has been a lot of stuff taking place, but all good stuff. All Doc, good stuff. Doc, I told. Well, and it's good to have a break sometimes. So yes. that that's okay. Yes. Yeah, I told Edmund today that uh, you had your uh, video production today. Several shows that we did. I told Evan she came in with all the Prada Gucci. She was to the nines. I'm telling you, she had it all in place. Just, nice. You, Alvin, you, got you to know see, what? You, I got, you know what? See, you know, I took pictures today because I said, she going to say, Alvin, you know what? But I got proof. I'm about to show him right now <laughs> what I had because I knew I was going to be ready for her because it's like, no, she going to say, no, I ain't do that. Now, Evan, you tell me if this picture right here. Now, uh, look at that. Yeah. You see that? Look at it. Look at Look at Look at Now, I don't even know what picture this is that you're showing. See that? I'll, I'll tell you. Okay. Tell so, what. So, what, you can describe that for me, please. What was, what was your inspiration for this particular look here? You have on uh, the pink um, 
Is this a blazer jacket? Zoom in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I got a pink medical jacket. Yeah, okay. okay. But she made it look like something fashionable, didn't it, it she? It did. That's mm-hmm. why I was trying to figure out. Is this a jacket? Is this a blouse? Mm-hmm. Is it like the the oversized, like 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 boyfriend shirt folded up with the scarf around the neck mm-hmm. and, and, and the microphone? The Are ma- you catching the bling, though? I, I see all of this going on. You see on. the bling? Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, and, people- and, and we've already... Um, gotten her to answer the fact that blondes do have more fun i see i see if i had tried to tell us myself she would no i didn't even do that and i had you know sometimes you have to have you have to have proof you I'm need to bring the receipts tell you, i'm gonna tell you i am enjoying this blonde hair <laughs> and it looks good on me. you it's it, hilarious i i am enjoying it i'm like i should have did this a long time ago <laughs> doc it looks good on you it looks Thank good you on you very really much does. i appreciate that we appreciate you. So now tell us what your show was about today. Uh, you told me already, but I want them to hear it. So today we started the conversation about racism in healthcare mm-hmm. uh, from a patient experience. And I shared the experience of my colleague that I did not know personally, uh, Dr. Susan Moore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you recall, Dr. Moore made the news in late 2020 because, uh, as I stated, she is a physician. She contracted COVID Mm -hmm. and um, was severe enough to be hospitalized. But once she was hospitalized, her experience was less than optimal. Mm. Um, She described being treated as if, you know, she was having pain and shortness of breath. Those were the things that she um, stated. And she did this in a Facebook post. And I don't know if that post is still still circulating. Um, But she talked about having pain and shortness of breath and about how her symptoms were not um, were not taken seriously and were not acted upon in a timely fashion. Now, this woman is a physician, mm-hmm. and I want to say, I don't know if she worked in this particular health system that she presented to, but that may be a possibility. So, you know, she is in the medical community, is an intelligent and articulate, or was an in, uh, intelligent and articulate person who, you know, stated that she had whatever her needs were at that time. Right. 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 So you would think that someone, you know, if you are a doctor and you go into the healthcare system, that you're going to get good care. But unfortunately, um, you know, like I said, her needs were um, not taken at at face value, mm. which happens a lot to black women and black people and people of color when they enter into the healthcare system. Unfortunately, so right. you know. Talking about racism in healthcare is is a little bit more of a pervasive conversation because it is not as simple as you sign yourself into the hospital and somebody calls you the N word, mm-hmm. right? It's not that obvious. Okay. Um, but there are disparities based upon biases that happen to people when they enter into the healthcare system. Um, particularly around a, a few um, a, a few instances. So, for example, someone asking for pain. So, you know, I had shared with you all before when we talked about biases in healthcare about the belief that started back in the 1800s and unfortunately is is continuing in some spots today mm. that black people experience pain differently than white people. Is what they believe. This is what this is what is believed. And so when you have that bias and someone who is black or a person of color comes to you asking for pain medicine, the automatic assumption is that they are drug seeking. Mm -hmm. And so that gets handled a certain way, right? 
because we all know that, you know, the opioid crisis is a real thing. Um, and so all of us in the community, in the medical community are on guard against, you know, not perpetuating that, right? Right. right. Um, but we see it more often than not that when black, brown, and people of color come in with the complaint of pain, their pain is not addressed as quickly or as aggressively as when their white counterparts present. Mm. Another thing that we see um, is, of course, just the broad disparity um, from a socioeconomic standpoint that spills over into healthcare. And what do I mean by that? So, of course, we know that black people and people of color have less access to quality health care for a lot of reasons, right? Mm -hmm. So usually when they present, and I see this quite often in the emergency room, that the emergency room is their entry into the healthcare system, not going through a private office or a clinic. Okay. When they tend to present in the emergency room, um, black people and people of color tend to be sicker. They have more progressive disease. And, you know, and it becomes a, a sad thing because when I see you and you are having a stroke or having a heart attack, I know that had you been seen by someone somewhere six months ago, a year ago, it is quite possible that interventions could have been taking place to prevent you being in front of me with a heart attack and a stroke mm. today. Okay. okay. Right? Right. When we also talk about nutrition, and Alvin, you know, you will, will, will key in on this one. A lot of communities of color are in food deserts. Yep, sure. So are. when we don't have access to healthy food, we cannot be healthy people. That's right. So that compounds the problem. When we talk about housing, you know, having decent housing, meaning, you know, if you are living somewhere because this is what you can afford and it's substandard, you may be exposed to mold, right? Mm -hmm. You may be exposed to less quality drinking water, right? Right. Um, if you're living in certain communities that don't have access to public transport, then how can you get to the doctor? Mm -hmm. Okay, because a lot of community clinics, for a lot of reasons, have shut down. So, you know, it becomes a, a multifactorial problem that leads to these disparities that we see. And we know that with black and people of color, that we see them with more severe disease, we see mm -hmm. them at later stages of disease, um, you know, they do not have access to preventative care mm -hmm. a lot of, time, of times. Um, they have higher incidences of disability related to these chronic diseases and higher rates of death mm -hmm. as a result of these diseases mm -hmm. when we compare them similarly to their white counterparts. And this is when, and, and what I mean by that is measuring, um, you know, by age, by gender, by socioeconomic class. We, when we take all of those things and consider them equal, people of color are still coming out on the losing end of, of, of these disparities. Mm. So that is the racism that we see out in society that permeates health care. But then also, once you enter into the health care system, if you are complaining of pain, if you have um, mental uh, mental illness complaints. Um, you know, I mentioned when we talk about morbidity and mortality in terms of our infants and our pregnant women, black women are three to four times more likely to die as a relate as, a, as a, in relation to pregnancy and complications associated with pregnancy. 
We know that black babies have the highest infant mortality of all of the different um, cultures of people in this country, with 11 out of every thousand babies dying before their first month of life. Um, And so, you know, when we're looking at all of those things, we have to look at the undercurrents of race. And I pointed to the case of Serena Williams. So when Serena Williams went into labor and was delivering her daughter, shortly afterwards, she began to have shortness of breath. And she complained about this shortness of breath and her claims of shortness of breath were dismissed. Mm. Right. And it wasn't until she became very, very short of breath that the studies were done and diagnosed her as having a pulmonary embolism, which in some cases can be fatal. Mm. Now, what exactly is that for the listeners that may not know it? So a pulmonary embolism is a blood clot that travels into the lungs. Okay. Okay. So here you have this world famous woman, right? Mm. Because who doesn't know who she is? Right. She's rich. She's famous. She's well known. And she's athletic so you, <laughs> and healthy. So you so would so think, and she's an athlete. Mm-hmm. And so you would think that she definitely would get the care, mm-hmm. you know, would get top-notch care, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because all of the factors that shouldn't be factors, but all of the factors are there for her to get the care. You know, she wasn't showing up at your indigent clinic <laughs> with no prenatal care and, you know, going into whatever. Right. This woman has, has the, the top-notch doctors and was probably in a top-notch facility and still was treated differently. Why? Because she's a black woman, and she nearly died as a result of that. Wow. And so that happens, if it can happen to Serena Williams, if it can happen to Dr. Susan Moore, who both had levels of access that your average person may not have, Imagine what happens to Jane Smith, well, that's your average black woman who enters into the health care system. And imagine what she may be experiencing and unable to advocate for herself because she is not affluent. She is not famous. She is not rich. So, Doc, let me ask you, what, what do you yep. feel could help correct the situation? So we definitely have to have anti-racism education at all levels and it has to start before med school you know there are several med schools who are incorporating this type of education into their curriculums but at that point it may be a little too late what, what is that because education? a lot of us bring these biases from our homes and mm-hmm. our families and mm-hmm. our communities and we bring them in so you know again a study done maybe within the last 10 years of white med students of them believe that black people experience pain differently than white people. They still believe that? They believe, yes, they believe. This happened in the 2000s. This study was done. Okay, so this isn't something from the 50s and the 60s. This was like maybe, like I said, within the last 10 years. And the belief was that black people had thicker skin. Not Mm -hmm. true. That black people had uh, less sensitive nerve endings. So the perception of pain and the relay of pain from the brain would be different. That is not true. Mm. They also believe that black people have stronger immune systems. Again, not true. When we get past the skin, we are all exactly the same underneath with slight variation. But for the most part, we're the same. 
Mm. But when we bring these biases with us into our jobs and we are interacting with people of different races, and I won't just say, you know, this is not just limited to, to black people, but when you are encountering a patient that is of a different race and or a different culture and or different religion even, um, you know, the biases that we all have, that we're all guilty of, sometimes come into play and negatively impact our interactions with our patients. Wow. I'm stunned at the fact that there are still doctors that think we have a higher pain tolerance after all the history so, stuff they've read. So, you know, that comes from, um, you know, so, of course, you know, I mentioned the Tuskegee experiment and I mentioned um, Ms. Henrietta Lacks mm-hmm. as two very well-known cases of racial discrimination in healthcare. But there is also the story of Dr. James Sims, who is thought to be the father of modern gynecology. Mm. And so some of the techniques that he pioneered are in use today and did change some things in terms of how that field is practiced. And he also invented some instruments that we still use, although they're modified, we still use them today. For example, the speculum. However, uh, it came out that how he went about perfecting this skill was performing these procedures on enslaved black women without anesthesia. I, I read that. That was horrible. Didn't he used to take something else and like a chisel or something to? So I I did not read a whole lot because it was difficult. I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. It was difficult imagine. for me to to read through this and imagining because, you know, we, we numb people up just to put stitches in. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it is that uncomfortable. I can't imagine having surgery. Mm. with no anesthesia. So you are wide awake and experiencing every bit of pain that is happening during this procedure. And again, it was because of that thought process that black people don't feel pain or they don't feel as much pain. So even when these women in this report was, you know, from witnesses in the room, was that these women were screaming in agony, but those screams were, of course, dismissed. So, you know, this is a long history of of this. Um, and, you know, and, it, and unfortunately, it, it continues today. That's horrible. I can, I, yeah. It, it's unimaginable. Mm. But, you know, and we don't talk about that as much until we have these high-profile cases. Um, but, you know, these things, these things happen. And, you, you know, if you're in healthcare, you hear... Some of the things that people say about, you know, about patients and and their mm-hmm. families and so on and so forth. And, you know, most of that is derived from from a, a bias. Wow. You got to ask a question for you, like with with all of that, because I'm hearing all of this and it sounds like 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 torture. But in, is it. So you say you hear people speak on things about the patient or about their family are there other factors that are also, in addition, included in in this thought process? Because this, this has to be like a, a mind type thing. To, um, I'm sure that it's hard for you to deal with seeing it and hearing it, you know, behind the scenes as well as you know the the element of how it's you know being done. And uh, like, what would be your your take on it to like give a sense of your perspective, if that makes sense. 
So like it, if you it, could, it is it is difficult to, to navigate to in a system, and and not all systems are this way. So when I speak of this, I'm not talking about every hospital, not talking about every doctor, not talking about every white person. But there are there are instances, you know, where people have experienced this, and being a a black woman in this system, it's kind of like being caught between two worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, even as a provider, I have been on the receiving end of racism within my workplace as well. But again, it is not as obvious as being called the N-word. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, so it's, it's a it's a battle. You know, it's, it's a daily battle. But one of the things that I really want people to, to do, and I, I can't stress this enough, how important it is to have someone with you who will advocate for you yeah. when you enter into the healthcare system. Now, as I said earlier this morning, we have to stop and take a minute and talk about what advocacy looks like. Advocacy does not look like bringing your militant relative <laughs> up to the hospital to cuss everybody out <laughs> or to get everybody straight. That no, 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 no. Um, because your healthcare workers don't deserve that either and that is not going to go well for you in the long run Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. but you do want someone who is calm and reasonable to be that extra set of ears extra set of eyes as to what is going on with you and also to perhaps speak for you because sometimes and depending upon the generation you know, like I have older patients who will not speak up and advocate for themselves because they come from a generation and a mindset that what the doctor says is right. Mm-hmm. Mm. Period. And they just accept it and go with it. The doc, and they don't and they don't question it. And, you know, and I'm not saying that you have to have a, a back and forth on every little point, you know, that you go through. But if you have a question, you should feel empowered enough to ask it. Right. And, you know, and so I understand that going to the doctor and speaking with a doctor can sometimes be intimidating. But when we don't speak up for our families, when we don't ask questions, when we don't say, you know what, I don't, I really don't understand. We leave ourselves open for, for untoward things, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's. I think when Serena, when, when she was in the hospital, I was wondering who was her advocate when she was in there to tell the people that something, something is wrong. Because I can't imagine her just she being there. kept advocating for herself. Really? This is what this is what is reported, that she she kept stressing it and kept stressing it and kept saying it. And she was very persistent in saying, I feel something is wrong. Mm. And sometimes that is what you have to do. But wow. once she started, you know, once from a clinical standpoint, once the numbers looked like somebody that is in shortness, in shortness of breath, then all of a sudden it was like, oh, she's short of breath. Let's do something about that. Now it's time to but, act. you know, of course, you know, some people come in and they are obviously short of breath. And some people come in and it's a trickle that, hmm. you know. They feel funny, but maybe all the numbers look right, but they're still saying they feel funny. And then all of a sudden, that threshold is crossed, 
and they look as bad as they have been saying they are feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of scary, Doc, thinking about that. I can't imagine. I mean, I uh, advocacy is, is uh, seem to be more pertinent now than it used to be because we just take whatever the doctor said and call it law or call it the truth. Well, and, and, you know, and that is a double-edged sword. And so, you know, in, in exploring this topic, I decided to make it into two topics. So, you know, I talked today from the patient standpoint of experiencing that. But in my next segment, when I address this, I'm going to talk about it from the healthcare provider standpoint. Look, I'm going to tell you this before we go to break. we got about two or three minutes left to take a break. Uh, but, you know, one of the things about talking, uh, when you're advocating for yourself, I think the fear that people have as a patient is not to piss the doctor off because you know the doctor got to take care of you and you don't want to piss the doctor off. And in our mind, we don't think about the oath that doctors have taken and all doctors don't necessarily go by that oath that they've taken. But it's kind of like you order your food in the restaurant and you make the chef mad. <laughs> We're like, okay. Well, you know, you, you shouldn't, you should and you shouldn't have that fear. Right. Of course. Because, of course, with everything, it is how you put it. Mm-hmm. You know, I I had to remind a patient just a few days ago that I am a human being before I am everything else. And you will not speak to me in a disrespectful way. Period. You just won't. It's hard to believe that a, that doctors as a professional have to go through bad disrespectful people I've when you're trying when you try oh to help them. Oh my goodness, my friend. I can tell you stories that would take up your whole hour. Trust me. You mean like, come on, let's take it to the grass type of conversation? Um, Well, just sharing things that, you know, because like you said, you can't imagine it. But doctors all over this country are experiencing that and worse. So, you know, it isn't just the disrespect. It isn't just uh, racism and prejudice. Sometimes it's even violence. Wow. Mm, Okay. mm. You know, because I don't mind sharing with you. I have been called the N-word at work. By a patient. Did he know you was his doctor? I heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, it sound like a, a extra dose of uh, something. <laughs> well, you know, people are who they are. Yeah. You know, and and me showing up in my white coat, and my badge, and all of this other stuff doesn't change that. Um, mm. But you know, it again, it is it is in how you say things. Now. I do not recommend to anyone that they have to kiss anybody's butt in order to get the care that they deserve. Mm. They do not. You should not have to do that. That is not appropriate. However, on the other extreme of that, Mm. you're using profanity and being threatening. That's what you're going to get a different reaction with that. And that's everywhere. You know, oath or no oath. Right. Yeah. Well, Doc, this was, I was waiting on you to do this topic when you told me today what you were going to do it on. And I really, really appreciate you sharing it with us. Um, well, we know you're a great doctor. So, regardless I of what try. you think. I'll, I'll tell you that. that that's, that's all that I can claim. And a, great, can a great, fashionable doctor. Let's just put that part out there. Oh, my God. I know we can't leave that. So, you know what? You, you say this, but see, the way you see me today is not how I go to work. When I go to the ER, I don't have, I don't even draw my eyebrows on. I'm clean and I'm dead. This is what you get. <laughs> and I've seen you do that on it's Facebook. Early, because it's too early in the morning for all of that. <laughs> so, you know, when I get a chance to glam up, I like to do it. 
Well, you do it well, Doc. Thank you so much. And we would like to tell you early, <laughs> happy Mother's Day. Yes. Thank you very much. And I will wish a happy Mother's Day for all of our listeners out there, all of our mothers and mother figures. We we appreciate you. We love you. And we thank you so much. Definitely. All right, Doc. All right. Have a great Have one. Have a great right, week, man. gentlemen. All right. You too. Be safe. Yeah. Be blessed. All right. All right, y'all, that was Dr. Hines telling us about racism in the medical field as a patient, and the next time it's going to be as a professional herself. Can't imagine a patient come in and then he call you N-word, and then you got to send him an X-ray next. We're going to go on a break for that, and then we can come back and think about that. <laughs> we'll be right. I think that's that little FCC break thing I think that we're supposed to do. All right, y'all, we'll be right back. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. show
sure to listen to The Wellness Enclave with Dr. Donna Sewell, a podcast that explores emotional health and its impact on everyday life. In The Enclave, we will address emotional health and how it is connected to other parts of your life, such as physical health, relationships, spirituality, and even decision-making. The Wellness Enclave with Dr. Sewell can be found on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. At Just for Pets Wellness Center, our expert veterinary team provides personal, professional, and compassionate services to your beloved pets. You can rely on us for pet wellness exams, medical care and treatments, dentistry, and surgical care. We have a clean, safe, and caring environment for dogs, cats, and pocket pets with exceptional care, always the standard. We're doggone good and the cat's meow. Visit our website for more information at www.just4petsfl.vet or give us a call at 239-270-5721. All right, y'all, we're back, we're back. Uh, my co-host, go out and smunch on your munch. <laughs> I'm so glad because you always say, every time you come, you we're here eating. <laughs> <laughs> that was interesting that Dr. Hines told us about, about, Racism in the medical field. Yeah, it's yeah. real, y'all. You know, I. So it seems like racism has gotten to be more front and center now than it once was. I know it's, I've know it's always been bad, but it's going to be more front and center. And I and I personally believe, um, not that it hadn't always existed, but I think uh, the formal um, administration gave it a front door, welcoming type of attitude toward it. It's always been what it is, mm-hmm. but the uh, current administration said, I'm gonna stand up here for y'all now so y'all can have y'all voice. So that's that's how I feel about it, man. And I'm and it's it's a little tiresome. Like I'm gonna take my I'm gonna go home. Okay. I'm not driving at night. I'm not gonna go through that because I mean you don't know who you're gonna run into that just feeling feeling like I got I I got this privilege I could do this now. Yeah. I'm not necessarily just worried about the police pulling me over because that happens. I'm going to be like, what you need me to do? You know, I just want to get up. I, I want y'all to remember whenever you have a situation with the police, police officer, your job is to get home. Sure. Do whatever you to can to try to get home. Just yeah. try to get home. I, I, you can take care of him or her later on, but your job is to try your best to get home. Just don't say nothing. Start crying or whatever. I have a hilarious Quote story that go with that. I'm not <laughs> that happened to somebody? Yeah. Well, not it's it's not hilarious. The outcome of it ended up being hilarious because the person who it happened to mm-hmm. when they were telling the story, <laughs> they went from a very dramatic situation to the end, like a, a thank God a, a, a situation where you couldn't laugh. The outcome of it, or whatever. But yeah, man. I mean, a lot of times there are so many people that have been affected by things such as this, mm-hmm. whether it be racism, whether it be prejudice, whether it be. Uh, typecast whatever you know element that you can incorporate Mm -hmm. that into their world some people may not speak on it some may hold it inside some may talk about it all the time some may continuously go through it where it's a part of their life some may just Mm -hmm. respond their response may be because they're so tired of it continuously happening to them because it's almost like a bully situation yep you know so i guess open dialect and, and having conversation about these things and, and, and even asking like, okay, so from your experience, mm-hmm. because everybody's experience is somewhat different, right? how could you give a different perspective to help someone else 
not necessarily the, the the person who's who's doing it, but someone else to see where you're coming from, right. your perspective, to get on your, your to, shoes. To, for a while. To, and that's exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. That's my logic for it. Like anytime you have a situation like that or see something like that, put not necessarily yourself, put one of your loved ones in their shoes. You talking? Yeah. You know, yeah. before before you make that decision or whatever you do, make, let that be something one one you know visually put someone else there versus the person that that's, that's there you know um I, I thought there's a there's a couple of people on social media that are advocating uh respect for african-american females and the mistreatment of them and <clears throat> what it seems like is happening to a lot of african-american brothers that are being disrespectful to black women on a constant basis and they talk about it a lot on social media my my thing about that is when you talk about put yourself in that person's place as far as uh, that person that's being disrespectful to that to that uh, young lady, put yourself in your position. If that was your mother, your sister, or your aunt, would you want that to happen to them? Oh no, that's a, no. And what I think about them, as far as that concern, it, it, that was that was me trying to uh, tell um, brothers that are doing that to these sisters, being disrespectful and, and all that kind of stuff toward an African-American woman and talking about how they wouldn't date African-American women because she's woman, she's this, she's that. A whole bunch of negative stuff. And I always said when you have a brother that degrades a black woman the, that way, chances are they feel the same way about their own mother, aunt, mm-hmm. sister. So you, you can't be disrespectful and then say you love your mother and your sister and look at another woman that's black and being, being disrespectful. Either you're lying to your mother and your sister when you say you love them or you disrespect them the same way. What I'm thinking. Wow. Um, that was Teddy Pendergrass, Field of Fire, Northern Bounce okay. Around Rush. I appreciate okay. that. Right. I'm taking right. another break. Did you, have you ever heard the commercial about the one we did with the smoke, uh, National Smoke? Uh, you hear it in a I minute. did, yeah, yeah. The young lady yeah. was speaking about the, yeah, about yeah, the, I want uh, y'all to pay mint, attention to the that. mint flavor the being added to the yeah. cigarettes. For Remember the, the Campbell cigarettes? They just it, made the Campbell it, cigarettes. Remember the Campbell? Yeah, with yeah, the Campbell? yeah, yeah. That, that was yeah. the ones for the man, though. No, no. The lumberjack. That was a lumberjack. But then you had Winston's. Now and then you had Salem's, uh-huh. then you had Newport, then you had. Look, hold on, hold on. Peep All this the cancer out. sticks. Peep, but peep this out. That classy one, that 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 supposedly sexy one. Benson, but, Benson and Hedges. No, Virginia Slims. That Virginia. was for the ladies. Oh, I got. I that was a long cigarette for the ladies. I'm gonna tell you about the. <laughs> when you pull it out of the case and and uh, what is that? I think it's the whispers of somebody. One of those groups that. Um, and the thing about the marketing it that way was so wrong because. It, it glamorized. It glamorized, and then it killed you out there so long. Uh, make you take take all your glamour away. Wow. All right, yeah, we're going to take a quick little break. I got another song for you. Uh, I've already told my I gave him mine as well. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be right back. Let's do this commercial. All right. All right. It's a new day. And while smoking and tobacco use takes more black lives than anything else, there is something we can all do. Like join in for No Menthol Sunday. May 16th is No Menthol Sunday, where churches and faith leaders talk about black health and tobacco use in our community. Sign up to participate at nomenthalsunday.org and let's advocate for change or help a loved one quit tobacco for good. This is fashion designer Edmund Newton. I'd like to tell you about InMass.com. 
Enmask.com is my only source for non-surgical cloth masks. I've teamed up with Enmask.com to create and design a collection of limited edition masks. These masks are washable, reusable, breathable, and most importantly, fashionable. Shop online now at Enmask.com. That's E-N-M-A-S-K-S.com for quality masks made in America.
Attention pet owners. If you're looking for exceptional veterinary care in a friendly and comfortable environment, you should visit Just for Pets Wellness Center. Just for Pets Wellness Center provides preventative medicine and treatment, and also advanced state-of-the-art veterinary dental care and surgery, all while keeping your pets safe and comfortable. For quality care for your pets and peace of mind for yourself, visit just the number four petsfl.vet to make an appointment today. All right, y'all, we're back. We're back. Um, we were just still sitting there talking about all of the great things that has happened these few days while we were off. Amazing things. And one thing I forgot to mention. What you forget One to mention? of our listeners that l- tunes in each episode and always checks us out and gives great feedback and okay. texts me and let me know that she supported. it. Uh, Miss Maxine Chick. Hey, Maxine. Uh, Better Homes and Gardens. She received the 2021 Top Agent Award. She's the really? 2021 Top Agent Award winner for Analyx expert it's the analytics expert award yeah okay so she's sold like multiple homes back to back and she's doing her thing in real estate and she's getting a lot of people into their either first home second home or wherever you are in life and you want to upgrade um there's no minimum or no maximum in regards to where you want to go with your new living arrangement of your home you know she loves to uh, get those that are able to right now get into the luxury homes, mm-hmm. you know, but as well, if you're still first starting out and you're wanting something a little smaller, whether it be a condo, townhome, whatever your lifestyle and however you want to live, definitely uh, reach out and get in contact with her. And we'll have her on the air wow. soon so sh- that she can speak on that and possibly get some that may not necessarily be ready now mm-hmm. prepared to make that move and that step in their future. That was did you, <clears throat> Maxine. Did you hear that nice little commercial? <laughs> he did that, didn't he? I hope she listened. That was a really good commercial. <laughs> that was. I mean, you 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 like you practiced on that one. That no, was a it good wasn't a practice. It's just that it came to mind. And like I say, I love when people love what they do. She do support, and her. she loves what she does. Yeah, definitely. She yeah. Puts, supports. I us, even met cousin Maxine, but I know yeah. she be listening on the air at us. Oh yeah, yeah. Tomorrow we're gonna have some fun. What's going on tomorrow? Number number great music tomorrow. We're gonna what, house what music kind of vibe? Again. Okay, I mean, I'm yeah, high okay, all right, all right. Now, I don't think you want my energy. To let yes, you. I do. Okay, all right. Well, we gonna we gonna come with it then. <laughs> <laughs> we are gonna wake up the dead tomorrow. <laughs> the dead has arisen. <laughs> I had a yeah. question about that. What's yes. up? Now, is there a certain kind of house music as far as the city that you may prefer? Look at oh, that's I a like question Chicago, right there. Definitely not no tech techtronic house house. I like Chicago House. Um, wow, I, I guess I, I really don't. I don't know why they try categorize to my house situation like that. I love Deep House, but then I love like the Soulful House, the transition like yes. from New York yeah. over to like the underground, the garage, and that vibe or whatever. Yeah. So I'm just just give me that good, but not necessarily the slow pace when we're in a mellow jazz mode. Now we can leave that out, but let's keep that frequency, that energy going. But I don't have a particular like certain one. The I'm one I don't. All over I with. like Philly. I like Chicago. I like New York. Those houses. What about what about London? Like the London uh, deep house, the house element. There's I a there's a DJ. It, We're gonna have to get in here now that you brought that up. You know. Him? Yes. You know yes. Okay. I, okay. Let me say. I know of him. Okay. I've been to some of his functions. Okay. And I uh, frequent a particular club that was open that specifically played nothing but house music. In they're New no York. longer there. No, in they're London. here. They're here. Okay. No, he's from. I think he's from London, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. But he travels internationally uh, doing uh, house music at the the different. Have you ever been to House in the Park? When uh-huh. was here? When was here? Well, uh, okay. I've been to House in the Park once, but because of where I live, I could hear it okay, at so, that time. So when, when, when I, they did it some people to told me. me about it prior to mm-hmm. and tried to prepare me for it. 
Uh, I didn't know what to expect. I like to go into things with no expectations and just have the experience or mm -hmm. whatever. But being that I had a little insight to it, I did finally get to check it out. When I tell you one of the most yeah, my, amazing my barbershop they shut they, they, they shut down up. and go to it they have picnics and they have food out there and everything everybody i know especially my friends from chicago they just yeah. like i've been a couple times and you just they call it spread love just mm -hmm. like everybody out there you think it's Families. a different grade as far as house is concerned well yeah i mean i've heard they uh, house originated or wherever is more associated with chicago right some people call what comes out of Detroit, call that house. Some people call it techno. Mm -hmm. um, some people call music that came from New York, call that house. Mm -hmm. Or okay. that might be called club or something like there's so many different names. Mm -hmm. But I think it all, it, it seems to all fall under the house umbrella. So, it's, but each city has their own style. So okay. what does Atlanta have something to offer? Well, Atlanta yeah, we, has a house music. Well, their, their kind of house is, is called, is bass. It's bass? Bass music, which... Okay. Some people may associate it with Miami, like right. Two Live Crew and them. Mm -hmm. But Atlanta has their artists who did that same kind of music too. And mixing, I've heard right. some mixed CDs where like it's the house music yeah. and they speed it up and slow it down, and someone's over top of it. And it's a lot with so much energy. You like, what's going on? Where do I yeah. go with this? Yeah, okay. So. Look, I got to send a shout out to Randomish. Is that what they see that see that guy over there in the corner over there? What's up, man? He's scared to come here and get on what's, the mic and say hello. I don't what, know why he won't come here and say he, hello. He, Man, he, he, what you about to say? Okay. He coming through? He coming through. Well, you normally won't see him on Thursdays. I know. He's here on Friday. What's going on, man? Go and get, get that mic right what's there. That, you know what you used to. You need a headset? Can what's you, good, my brother? He's not going to be able to hear yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. I, I can do this without, without this, a headset. This is Mr. Randomish right here. Randomish? Yeah, tell me what time your show come on. It's your boy Rick Kane on Talking Randomish. Okay. Nothing but some good old-fashioned barbershop style conversation on Friday nights from 8.30 to 10 right here on the Real Left Monday. A whole bunch of energy, too. Yeah. He's being modest right now. He's trying to be nice because this is the early hour. Okay. But when he turn up way up. Randomish, what, what is the conversation? What's the topic? Barbershop style. Barbershop style. Yes, sir. Now, I know barbershop anything style you talk, Anything you talk about in the barbershop, we talk about on the radio. Show. Old school barbershop or the, the more politically correct where we at right now? Barbershop. Old school. Old school. I'm trying to give the words to my community. I'm trying to get knowledge to my community. I'm trying to get help to my community. So I'm mm -hmm. trying to get the truth okay. to my community. Okay. So we okay. talk about it as it is. Everything. Happens. Just raw. Yes. It's raw yes. and uncut. Yes. This is how you get it. Yes. So see how I just you on my show. You won't even let me. Man, you, you have an open door. I know, I know. The bottle <laughs> shop is always <laughs> open. <laughs> I'm coming. You have an open alcohol door. Alcohol or sea breeze? Uh, alcohol. Uh, ooh, yeah. not uh -uh. alcohol. And, and, <laughs> yeah, we ain't spraying. What? No spray. None of that spray. Yeah, none of that. Just yeah. smack it on there yeah, and yes, you sir. go ahead and go. That's right. Yeah, you I'm, still got a little bit of hair uh, yeah. that done fail. Now, it's it's cut, but yeah, it's down yeah, your yeah, neck. Yeah, you, so you, got, you get talcum you, powder or you get baby powder? You, you know, whatever we have. <laughs> you know, sometimes. Look, See? Hey, <laughs> hey, so uh, hold on. In your disinfectant jar, do you have barbicide or do you have antifreeze? You ever heard of the antifreeze? Some folks used to make it. We go get the barbicide. What they use antifreeze for? You have no, you have no barbicide. You got to kill the germs and the bacteria on your clothes. If I knew my kind of antifreeze on my head, on back of my neck. No, they won't put it on we'll your head. It's just, we'll it's just, it. yeah, just, clean just it. shake it's it off your it. comb. Just what, get that, what they do with it. Yeah, get that sanitizer. Yeah, it's to clean the cleaning clippers, combs, whatever. Oh yeah. I'm going. Yeah. I'm going. I'm going to Great Clips. I ain't fooling with y'all because they don't yeah. do that at Great, great Clips. clips. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going oh, to Great Clips, man. Because they clean over there. They, they all proper and everything. Ain't no cursing. No, ain't no love. No, ain't no love. Ain't no love in Great Clips. Pay that seven dollars and come on out. Ain't no love in Great Clips. Yeah, that's yeah. 
I always tease my barber. I'm going to Great Cliff. I'm stop coming over you here. You go right on over there. That's what he always tells me. You, so you'll be back I, when you If I were your barber your and you told me that, I would I tell encourage you. Matter of fact, you know what? I, the first one on me. You, I tell him every time, I'm going to Great Cliff. Every time he come back. I see you over there. It's just about that love. Like I say, like I tell people, the first time I seen my granddaddy become a man, just a real man, was in the barbershop. What do you mean? As growing up, he's your granddad. Right. But when you when you when we walked in the barbershop, he became their boy. Oh, okay. He became uh, Stu Baby. Okay. Okay. The, the guy they grew up with. Okay. And that was the first time I ever seen him just wow. let, you know, be a man. Right. Yeah. My, my dad at the same way. The first yeah. time I seen my hell. First time I seen my dad have a conversation, a real conversation. Yeah, was in the yeah, barbershop. Because with us he was just, hey, you know, yeah. but in the barbershop in around the barbershop. his boys. Yeah. It's something about the barbershop that have not. There's one thing they've not been able to infiltrate the the spirit of the barbershop. So we've not had. What do you call those people? That um, we've not had anybody to be able to come in. I don't. I want to use the right word to come in, and uh, colonize the barbershop. No, you cannot colonize the barbershop. That's <laughs> one place you can't colonize. In the barbershop, everybody's voice count and matters. Yeah. It's like a vote. Everybody get a vote. Yeah. Even, oh, if, even, like if you, co-op. even if you say some random stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Co- gentrify and colonize because yeah. they can come in the barbershop shop and make, they don't do that at our no. bob shop. You're going to be... No, no, no. But even if somebody come in, it, 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 don't, the essence of the barbershop don't change. Yeah. Right. It, that's what I mean. And, and, can, and, no, no. And, and, and to prove the point, um, Coming to America too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the only thing that didn't change in that community when he went when they went when he went back? Was the barbershop. The only thing that didn't change was the barbershop. Was the barbershop. It, yeah. it, the barbershop ain't gonna change because shout out to all the barbers out there, barber yes, stylists. Yeah, yeah, my yes, barber sir. is off the hook barbershop. I'm gonna give him a shot. He's, shout out a, to distinguished gentleman barbershop in Greenville, South Carolina. What's your barbershop? <laughs> we go to. Um, Rick Kane. Um, Rick Kane. Do <laughs> shout out Rick, to cutting up barbershop in Greenville, uh, South Carolina. AC Pro Grooming in Tucker. Okay. But yeah, man. Um, Shout out to y'all know, y- y'all brothers always got to cause. We always trying. I mean, trying to get health, health, fashion, fa- that's fashion, health, and that's normal way you get all those type all of things. All that stuff you in know? Shop. Health, yeah. finance, and mental health is is like main topics. Mental in, health that, that we talk about really important because in our community, as a barber, you are also what a therapist. Yes. Your, your therapist, yes. your co- a, a yes. consoler, yes. A, a babysitter. So a lot of things. Got great, so so barber and bartender, they all therapists. All therapists. And coaches. And coaches. And coaches. <laughs> all yes, right, sir. y'all. Rick, thank you so much, man. Appreciate you, man. Good all seeing right, you. Appreciate you, brother. All right, all right y'all. This what is, y'all do. Appreciate, appreciate it. it. All right. Uh, we're going to be wrapping up. We'll see you all tomorrow. Yeah, tune in tomorrow because we're supposed to turn up. Same time, same bat station here yeah. on the Real 1100. This is Alvin. And Edmund. See you later. Thank you for listening to this special edition of Old Fashioned Health on The Real 1100. We hope the information provided will help in every way possible. For more information, please visit oldfashionedhealth.com. Tune in at this time next week and stay safe.